do whatever you want. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 11. This is Talk About It. I'm Allie. I'm here with May. Your favorite. So real quick, May and I are just talking about... Um, we don't want to get old and saggy. We have a fear of getting old and it is absolutely entirely superficial isn't it? I don't want to be wrinkly. I don't want to be saggy. I don't want to be gross. Like, I don't want to be so soft that when you poke me, your finger sinks about two <laughs> inches into its skin. That's- I, I have a fear of not being able to be active and enjoy doing the things that I do. Not um, me. I like being lazy. I just don't want to look lazy. No, I don't want to. I, I don't think I could ever like Honestly, like the old life is not for me. And I'm like, and I have a fear of like the diseases that happen at that age because I've had grandparents pass away from Alzheimer's, dementia. Like I saw them deteriorate over time and it's so sad. And I couldn't like, I couldn't imagine going through that myself after watching it happen to them. You know what I mean? Yes, because my... So my grandma lived with us for about five years. And my mom took care of her in our house when I was growing up in mm-hmm. high school. And she had dementia. And I saw that severely get worse mm-hmm. over the five years that we had her. And... um but I was also very hands-off because I was a selfish teen and I was just... You were a teenager. I didn't give a fuck about anyone else. I was just worried about how am I going to sneak out tonight? How am I going to sneak my boyfriend in tonight? How the fuck am I going to get fucked tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Again, we had different experiences. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but looking back on it, I there's like... It's hard for me still to see value in that state of life. Yeah. Because she didn't remember any of us. She couldn't comprehend any. Like, she was so incapacitated. She was absolutely incapacitated. I mean, my parents had to be there just to wipe her ass. Yeah. I shouldn't say that about the dead. But they had to be there to, like, take her to the restroom to bathe her. And in my perspective at that point... I don't want to live to a point where I need assistance to... Actually, I am really afraid of death too, though. I don't know. I don't know if I want to live forever. I want to live forever young. Oh. I don't want to get old. Yeah, sign me up to be a vampire. Yeah. Retweet. yeah. Retweet. Would love it. Unfortunately, that's not reality. Like... I wish I could live in that. I might discover something. Listen. What if I discover potion... Listen, listen, I'm all about a good potion, baby. I, um, are you looking at my puppy? Yeah, I also don't know how close I should hold the microphone. I'm like sucking it at this point. <laughs> Am I too close? No, no, you're good. See all these? Okay. All's well. If it's really loud, I'm sorry. I'm like essentially. Nope, I got stuff for sucking it. Sucking the tip of this microphone. It's You're supposed to be close. Okie dokes. Yeah, you're doing, you're doing a great job. Honestly, like our episodes have come so far. Um, We have updates from the people that they've requested. Oh, yes. So So a little... They want to know about 
the previous situation you were in with a guy that you really liked. Okay. So I think this was about a month ago. Yeah, it was a month ago. And I had mentioned about this person who I had originally gone, met off Bumble, met him to get solely she went fucked to get that by. Dick. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then we ended up hanging out again. Um, and we hung out a lot for that one month, like a lot. Mm-hmm. But guys, listen to this. Ugh, this is so embarrassing. I got <laughs> ghosted. <laughs> I legit. You told him, don't be obligated. I did not say don't be obligated. Don't feel obligated. No, I said you're not obligated to me. Wait, no. I, that is out of context. Okay. (laughs) I might have. No, it's not. No, I'm going to back up, back up. Long story short. What? (laughs) Long story short. I get back from Asia. It's been months since I have like even been looked at by a man or (laughs) I have not felt the touch of a man's hand Mm -hmm. in eons. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Like to the point where we, my friends and I went to a comedy show like the night after I landed from Asia and just randomly while we're waiting for the Uber, they're like, you need to go on a fucking date. <laughs> wow. They had like an intervention with you. <laughs> and I was like, Pre-Uber. yeah, you probably, I'm available for dates. Someone needs to, there needs to be a second person at this date. You're like, I'm going on the dates, but it's, it's, <laughs> I'm just going me. to all these dates. There's just not a There's second person. Damn it. There. I didn't ask for that. <laughs> but anyways, Damn, and then you're single. <laughs> yeah, I am. And it was so taking applications though, gentlemen, mm, not genuinely. (laughs) It's for us. I'm in a growing era, but we're not going to take you seriously in a growing era. Okay. But so I ended up going on this in quote date, but on my end, I was just going to get laid, which I have never had that desire in my life before like I've never ever went on a dating app was like you might be cute enough to fuck so I'm gonna go meet up with you this was the first time I was doing this Mm -hmm. and so I like this was to the point where I said yes I don't even know what I I didn't know what I said yes to I said sure I'll meet you there and then it's to the point where I'm driving on my way and I realize I don't remember who or what face I'm looking for. So I'm like driving through traffic, just city traffic at night. And I'm like texting slash driving, but not really texting. I'm really just looking and trying to remember who the fuck I made plans with on Bumble through all the profiles. You're like, oh my God, you're hunting for him. <laughs> yeah. You don't know so what he looks like. I'm like getting honked at. I'm about to cause like five car collision, whatever. And I'm like, Fucking hell, everyone give me a moment. I need to find this man. Like, I don't even know what name I'm We're looking Bumble for. Bumble date hunting, guys. Yeah, and so I'm, like, driving, and I'm, like, also scrolling through Bumble, trying to find a familiar... Trying to find the conversation mm-hmm. and put a face to that conversation. I never found it, but I finally parked, and then I found him. And then I went in, and I didn't even, like, text him when I had arrived. I just went in, and I was like, 
Oh, there you are. There you are. Found you. I found him in a booth. And he was surprisingly cute, I think. I don't know. I didn't like really look into it. Not gonna lie. I just sat down, probably said some like weird, inappropriate Hitler joke. I don't know. Sounds about right with you. Yep. And then I we hit it off. I mean, you did apologize to that tattoo artist for your crusty feet, and that was how you were flirting with him. Pretty so. much. But I just sit down, we get a drink, we hang out, and it's like weird because I remember visually, but I don't re- have any emotional connection to that first date because that's how oh I really don't because I, that I had no the intention. Yeah. Yeah. And so I remember being there, but I like don't remember having any sort of emotional connection or attachment to it. Like if he was really funny, I, I would not know. I was just like based on that singular. Date. I was not active, actively listening. Mm-hmm. This was like I was there because I had no other plans, and so we're there, we're hanging out, and then he was like, "Finally, we're later in the night." Also, this is the same man that I forgot his name while we were playing the arcade game. We had to put our names in. Mm-hmm. So I had to like play it off and give him the controlling gun to put his name in. I was like. I have to go to the restroom or I don't know. I forget already. But <laughs> then finally we, he was like, you want, he was like, let's head back. And I was like, okay, we go to his place. We play battleship because I just saw battleship on his counter. And I was like, let's play battleship because it's me. Like if I see battleship, I don't play. Listen. I'm a weird person. I'm a very, very weird person. I've been told I'm weird. I've been told I have a strong personality and the, uh, I'm just very, very, like, I'm the type to start randomly digging through sand. And I'm like, I'm digging my way back to China out of nowhere. (laughs) That was a popular photo that went circling around for a little. But anyways, past that. Wow. Um, Can I get this photo, please? No. (laughs) My listeners need to see this. And then, so, we do, we go back to his place. We play Battleship. We joke around, banter, whatever. And then we have sex. I do that whole extravaganza of just like squirting all over his bed. I'm mortified. Um, all that. And then I it, I left. I literally left after. He was like, are you going to sleep over? I was like, no. So so you didn't. I didn't. I left. I got Good in my you. car. I got in my car. Um, and then the last, the last, podcast that I had originally brought him in when was after our second date in which we went to another bar and he I did not expect to hear from him again at all but then like that following Monday he like asked me to come to the same bar whatever hang out and I was like I can't during the work week like I just started a new job I'm exhausted I get off late mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. I was like how about Friday but I still like didn't I just put that out there because I'll be friends with anyone I'll be friends with anyone. I'll hang out with anyone. So I was like, hell yeah. Like, let's, it's chill. Yeah. You know? Um, like, you can match a vibe. I was also on my period. So, and I told him that too. Um, so. You're like, he, I am out of yeah. commission right now. But when he originally asked me, which was like a Monday or something, I was like, hey, I can't. How about, like, let's plan for Friday? Um, because weekdays just, um, I can't see anyone on weekdays. It's just not possible with my job, bro. I get it. And so he's like, okay, bet. And 
this whole time, I had no, like, expectations, desire. I wanted to be there because, like, I thought he was fun. Mm-hmm. But there was no romantic expectation towards it. Yeah. Um, so we go on this date. And he's, like, pretty cool. He was really chill. He was really, um, well, I was the funny one. But he, like, kept up with me really well. And he was chill. We had a good time. It was fun. But before I went on that date with him, I had texted him. I was like, to be straight up, I'm on my period. So if you're looking for, like, a fuck buddy, I I can't do that tonight. Yeah. Not saying never, but, like, if that is what you're looking for and that's, like, why you're on Bumble, then let's just not waste each other's time. Yeah. But But I was also like, I'm down to hang out if you want. Like, I'm... I'm down and like socialize and hang out. Yeah. Um, and he didn't really acknowledge it. He honestly just texted back. He was like, okay, meet me at, he was like, meet me here at whatever time it was. Yeah. He didn't acknowledge it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take that. Like you want to just party too. Yeah. So we go, we party, we hang out. And then the night comes to an end and he was like, he asked me to sleep over. So I go and I, sleepover yeah um we just talk and hang out i don't know what i was doing i don't know why i slept over he asked me to so i went um you didn't have anything better to do (laughs) pretty much no but he was really fun and i think maybe i had a small crush developing i don't know maybe you had like you got obviously something was developing because i went like i wouldn't have gone i'm not the type of girl to go somewhere where i don't want to go well I would like to think I'm not, but I do easily get uncomfortable and just say yes to. Defl- Good to know that you from could, having that conversation. One with you, yeah. So I end up going, but with him, I genuinely did have fun. Like he was super chill. It was it was almost like just having another night in with a friend or something. Like it was super natural. That's we sweet. had fun. Um, and then that I had really I had a good time with him. And then so that following weekend, we went to the state fair together, Mm -hmm. Um, which was also really fun. Um, I don't know. We just hung out. Then we came. Then we went to dinner, got drinks. I don't know. We just went out. Um, That went really well, too. And at this point, I, I think I have a crush on. I don't know. It's like really weird because I was also chasing this dude that i was seeing off of bumble as reverse as it sounds was like i think he was like he was nice Mm -hmm. he he was really nice he seemed really mellow whatever and it seemed like pretty healthy our friendship or relationship that we had going i don't know what it was but whatever our connection was it seemed like pretty stable and healthy and pretty normal Mm -hmm. um simultaneously I was head over heels trying to impress this dude at work who has moved to New York now he was hot he was the type he was definitely personality wise and more my type Mm -hmm. Um, he had like this dickish humor he was from the east coast super um, direct just really smart but also like this really dickish humor Mm -hmm. and a lot of people in the office were like He's 
he's a tough dude, but he's like smart, but he is funny outside of work. I don't know. He was one of those that was like a hit or miss. Yeah. And that's more my type. Like I like an authoritative, more toxic man. That's what my history, history has taught me anything. And I think the dude from Bumble, he was definitely one of my most, which is sad to say, because we only talked for about a month, but like that was probably one of my most healthy individuals that I've ever entertained in my life. Um, so aside from that, simultaneously through all of this, I'm also like chasing in a very superficial, very toxic, not going to go anywhere way after this dude from at work who I knew was about to move because he just got promoted to New York. Mm-hmm. But he was so hot and we both just had like really fucked up humor, the type that would get you canceled, whatever. And we would just banter back and forth and I was obsessed with it. Like it was intoxicating and I was just obsessed yeah. with it. But the dude from Bumble, so we go to the state fair, we have a really good weekend and like looking back on it, I honestly didn't know Chase. Like it was always him. He I was chasing you. I don't remember. Yeah, him. and I don't I I did not not like him, but I don't ever remember when we were talking ever being like damn, I really hope I see him tonight. Like damn, I really hope he texts me right now or dressing up for him being really it mm-hmm. was just like you never initiated hangouts yeah and I don't know like honestly now I don't know if I ever really liked him or if I just liked him because I don't know what how I felt but like right now I don't the listeners want to know what happened though no I'm getting there so then we go to the safe fair, yada, yada, yada. And then I end up taking him to a hockey game because he mentioned how he wanted to go to a hockey. Oh, yeah. Before this hockey game, I think I saw I saw him on a Wednesday. You on saw a fucking Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Also, guys, this man came over to my apartment. I, Ali knows this. I don't bring in any people into my apartment ever. People do not see my apartment. I think it's very vulnerable. It makes me uncomfortable. It, I just, I don't like it. I don't like people to be in my place. I don't like people to look around and see the things that I'm into that I might not share. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just weird about that. I feel like they really, really get to see everything about you when they're in your home. Yeah. And so I've never brought a man in. I let the Bumble kid <laughs> come in, whatever. But I also, before, so after the weekend, we went to the state fair and then that following week someday in the weekday I went out with him again and then we ended up crashing at his place and I just remember me bringing up like hey when I was like can we talk about something seriously and he was like you want to see where this is going if there's like anything um like where is this going do I see any potential in it and he was like I like you I want to get to know you but I don't think we should be exclusive I don't want to be exclusive and that was fair it was like two and a half weeks and not even yeah. Um, and I was just like, uh, back up. No, that's not what I was going to ask. All I'm asking is like, if and when you do meet another girl and you become, and you have sex with other people, or you just are like fucking around, just let me know and we can call it good. Like mm-hmm. sexually. But I'm totally down, like keep hanging out, whatever. Yeah, you're cool until like, that happens. And I'll be cool after that too. It's just, I'm so, ooh, ooh, bless you. Ooh. <laughs> That's a cute little foot kick with that sneeze. Excuse me. I apologize. (laughs) 
But so I thought it was a very normal, normal request. I was just, Mm -hmm. I was just like, we're not exclusive. I don't think it's fair to ask of you to be exclusive with me after this short amount of time. Um, But like, if you do start having sex with other people or whatever, you don't have to tell me when with who, like, just don't have sex with me. Yeah. Um, But like, I'm still so chill. Like, (laughs) I'm so chill. (laughs) No, I really was. And I was like, you were chill about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was just like, somehow whatever way you feel comfortable let me know or just don't have sex with me if you're having sex with a bunch of other people i think that's very adult like and of, to he, have that he took it so poorly and i just i just saw him spiral down i didn't think it would be an issue because he literally just said he didn't want to be exclusive and so i just saw him like shut down spiral down he's like so do you like hanging out with me at all he's like i've never had a girl tell me to go sleep with other people and i was like that's not at all what i was saying but anyways that was a whole conversation and a process of me just trying to like make him feel better backtrack whatever and i just saw it like go downhill and i was Mm -hmm. like he's like no i understand he was like no after like i was like do you get what i'm saying after trying to like reiterate in a better way that didn't make him feel like shit yeah which i probably did a horrible job because i mean it's me (laughs) and so he he was like no i get it and i was like Okay, cool. <laughs> and I just decided to ignore like, it. Thumbs up, bro. It wasn't cool, but I just decided to ignore it. And then so we that was that. Well, you weren't day. getting anywhere with the conversation at that point either. Yeah. Like I, he was like, No, no, it's cool. And you're like, All right. Pretty much. Clearly. And then so then that next week oh, and then that week, another day the day after I went out with the bumble dude, I went out till two AM with um my coworker the next day that's right and so i was out till 2 a.m and at this point like after that night i was like intoxicatingly in love with this man <laughs> like and he's leaving he's leaving he's also just he's exactly if you know me personally you know exactly the type that i'm talking about because i am just infatuated with him like obsessed and I'm just at this point, like tunnel vision on him. I'm sad that he's leaving. Um, so yeah. And then, so that happens with the coworker and then I'm just sad. and I can't stop thinking about him, whatever. Um, and then that weekend I end up going to a hockey game with the Bumble dude who mm-hmm. we had pre-planned. And I just remember him coming up and I was like, damn, like I wish you were my coworker. And that was the first time and only time where I ever really wish he was, I was like annoyed he was there almost. Yeah. And I felt really bad because this, at the time, it seemed like he really, he was the one who really liked me. Yeah. And doing all that. And I wasn't trying to, I genuinely was not trying to be mean or like play on him him, or hurt him. Like I wasn't trying to play games, but that was just like how it worked out. Um, I remember walking up and I was like, damn. And I was almost like disappointed. And I was like, oh, now I have to go through with this mm-hmm. and spend the night. But then it got like, I started hanging out with him at mm-hmm. the hockey game and it ended up being really chill, really fun. And I was happy again. And then we met up with some of my friends, like my 
my really close friend group who just all coincidentally happened to be at the hockey game individually too. So we all met up. Oh, that's funny. Mm -hmm. And we all had such a good time. Um, The dude I was talking to, he got to meet them and he's Mm -hmm. like newer to Dallas. So he was like really excited to meet them. It was just a perfect night. Had so much fun. Um, And then listen to this. So I ended up going to church with him. Week, but this was after he asked you to come several times. Yeah, he asked me to go several times. I just like couldn't. I didn't want them to think that you just like popped in to his church. No, no. He he started going to this church, um, and he asked me to go. I just couldn't, or I just didn't really have the desire to, because it was like a young adult program that's mm-hmm. in the city, and it's on weekdays, and I just. I couldn't. I'm also so attached and so involved with my church. Um, yeah. I go to a Catholic church and I'm just so involved with it. I just don't have a lot of interest in going to other churches. Not because I'm like shut off to only Catholicism, but I'm just so heavily involved to the point where like it, I don't have a lot of desire to take time out of my weekday to go to another church no that makes sense um so i finally end up going with him that weekday we go um and then which i think that was like one of the few things where i was like this is kind of a lot but i finally went and then um that following weekend we go to my friend's halloween party um and this is where i might have handled it wrong i think i might have been nonchalant and like be happy to be happy go lucky vibe the entire time mm-hmm. but this is like and all honestly i'll never know because he ghosted me but i do remember being in the club and we're at like or the bars and we're having a really good time yada da da and he was just like you're the closest thing i've ever had to a girlfriend and my dumb ass goes you're not obligated to me is that pretty bad or is it? Well, I mean, you probably hurt his feelings. You think? I said it in a bar though. Like I said it so casually and just like, so he, <laughs> okay. So, I didn't mean it to hurt his feelings. But like there were things that had already happened, right? Like I think he kind of expected you to stay that first night. Didn't he? Like he was shocked that you kind of left. I don't know. I thought you had mentioned that. I mean, he was just like, he was like sleepover. And I was like, I'm just going to go home. But that was only night one. Like nothing means anything night one. Okay. So, well, I'm not just talking about night one. I'm also saying like, oh, fuck. What was that other thing that happened? When I said, if you sleep with other girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that's pretty normal. But. And fair. I agree with you. But that's. Didn't he have a freak out about that? He was like, he I've freak never out. Had he just anybody. kind of like spiraled down, and then it came up jokingly throughout rest of the weeks. I don't know why, but it just like because he was feeling some type of way about it. Well, he never communicated that with me, and then which I totally—that's absolutely not your fault. Like, if somebody is bringing up something like that in a joking way, but it's multiple times. And there's like hidden undertones. Okay. They're not, it, they have a problem with it. I don't know. I'm somebody like, I'll stop a conversation and I'll address it. I'm like, hey, this has now been mentioned 
however many times it's been since it's happened, you're clearly feeling some type of way. Um, do you want to talk about it or are we going to continue to be passive aggressive? Because that's uncomfortable for both of us. So you might as well just say what you need to say. Well, during, while we were talking, like looking back on it after he ghosted me, I looked back on the things like, okay, like what could have made him, I mean, anything could have, he could have had like a whole ass girlfriend and maybe she came back into town and he had to drop me. I don't know. Do you want to hear a crazy story? Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much of this I can tell, so I'll keep it kind of vague on who the parties are, but. While I was in college, a friend of mine was seeing this guy and he was just like a couple years older than us, like totally normal college age, ex-military. And he's in this class with my friend and they start dating and everything's going great. Oh my God, they're so cute together. He's a wonderful boyfriend. And then all of a sudden... um he gets a letter in the mail saying that he has request, like has been requested for deployment. Mm-hmm. But he fucked up. He. Was this letter fake? This was a fake letter. Shut I'm up. I'm dead ass. Girl, if I was not here to witness the entire everything about it, I would think this was a book. But I was there and witnessed everything. Like, um, is it that hard just to tell someone that? Like, oh, oh, hold on, because oh. you think you think he just wanted to break up. Wouldn't that be so much easier? No, no, no. Turns out he has a whole ass wife and kid. <gasps> dead ass girl, dead. So. Him and his wife had been separated for some time, but she wanted to uh, get back together. And instead of just telling her that, he makes a whole ass letter, yep. says he's deployed. To basically like, can't like super confidential, can't tell anybody, but, 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 but. But if he, so there was a typo in the letter like in this very official looking letter. Uh, what a sealed, dumb, signature. dumb boy. And it just so happens that my best friend's dad's like coworker or friend was like kind of higher up in the military, read the letter and saw the typo and was like, this would never happen in an official document. What a stupid, stupid, stupid. Stupid boy. Freaking idiot, man. Like, and it's the fact that he lied from the jump, though. He's like, yeah, I'm single. Bro, you have not only an entire wife, which, like, granted, you're separated, but you never mentioned your, like, three-year-old son. Even if they were separated, like... What is the point of going out of your way to write up a whole letter instead of being... You're never going to see the girl again. That's very obvious. I think it was he wanted her as like a backup and he didn't want her to know that he was going to try to make it work with his wife and then come back and just pretend like it was a military situation. Terrible. I mean, been there. I mean, as the 
I said this in a previous episode, my whole story with a married man who I mm-hmm. didn't know was married, but like same freak, not as crazy as that. He didn't make up a deployment letter, but yeah, that's insane. That's yeah. crazy. Men are weird. I mean, like my previous, my most recent situation, I mean, where was I with that? Oh, we were at the Halloween party. Anyways, we had a good time, whatever. Yada, yada, yada. That next morning, he ghosted me. Or that next night, he ghosted me. He saw a story of me out with my girlfriends on another Halloween party and never responded. Just completely ghosted. And then that following week, I sent a very, very good message. And I was just like, hey, checking in because if I offended you, because I do offend a lot of people, so if you do ghost me because of something really offensive, I said, I'll believe it. And I'll just be like, oh, sorry. And then I'll just move on. But like I sent just a, hey, just checking in because I th- it was to my understanding. We were like really chill and having fun. Um, and then you kind of just went mute on me, wondering what I did wrong. If I offended you in a way, apologies. Um, he, yeah, he never, just absolute crickets. Fuck that guy. He For sucks. Real. Mm, I wouldn't say he sucked. I definitely think. Um, I'm I on mean, he, your. I'm on your team. No, I know. I know. I so think like, I'm gonna go to bat for. I you. know. Like, I know. I think he. You could have been one hundred thousand percent in the wrong and been a total fucking piece of <laughs> I'm shit. So sorry. And I'm gonna be like, that's my girl, and I don't care. She's. Perfect. You're so real for that. No, I think what I'm trying to say is I don't think he's a shitty person. I think what he did to me was shitty. Mm-hmm. But like during that time, I think he did show a lot of good character, and like I also just know myself well enough to know that I've. Pro- like, I remember getting on the Uber and he was like, you like me. And I was like, no, I don't. So <laughs> what can you do? But that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, we wonder why he ghosted you. Do no, you that's like what me? I'm saying. No. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I also think I've never once in my life been mature enough to even provide a real relationship or yeah. real conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, not to excuse what he did to me. Like, I do think I deserved a conversation and an answer and whatever, but he didn't provide that for me. With that said, he did not deserve me. Um, yeah. And it's as simple as that. Like, I will never, I don't plan on chasing him. I don't plan on ever, it is what it is. Hell yeah. But I also, I have no grudge against him and I have no anger towards him. I will say when he first ghosted me, I was devastatedly hurt. I was hurt. Like yeah. that fucking hurt me. That made me insecure. That made me feel like shit. It made me so embarrassed. Like I was so embarrassed and I was so insecure of that week. But you had like no reason to be. Well, now looking back on it, I know that, but it also but yeah, needed like in the moment. I didn't feel good. Also needed that to happen because I've never once taken anything seriously. And I think I do want something serious serious like I think I do I just never had the maturity or the emotional capacity to like even try Mm -hmm. because I've never once told anyone that I like someone or how I actually felt I've always done exactly what I just expressed they say like I had to do very little to put myself out there for this dude he put Mm -hmm. himself out there he did everything and I didn't even have to put myself out there all I had to do was like validate what he was saying and I couldn't even do that Mm-hmm. And that's just like a level of maturity that I didn't have. And I also lied to him. I lied to him a lot about myself. And if you lie to someone, you don't stand a single chance. 
of having a relationship. So I and think it was this, like some pretty big stuff. Yeah, I had some situations with previous dudes in my past that I have made part of my humor and I like to joke about. But after like getting ghosted this one time and then I realized just how like, well, I I don't like to think back on it now and be like, oh, if I just said this, I could have fixed this because it's not all on me. And I know that for sure. Like mm-hmm. we weren't for each other. I couldn't communicate how I felt. I, I still don't know how I felt. So yeah, let's begin with there. But then he also ghosted me and that's just like, we deserved better from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, But I had a lot of shit that happened in the past with previous dudes um, that I definitely need to fix. I definitely have a pattern and a type that I go for, that I chase after, not just go for, but pine after and waste my time chasing after. And then individuals that have a genuine chance, I tend to just fall off the face of the earth or sabotage. Um, But that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but after getting ghosted by someone who I was comfortable enough to bring into my apartment and invite to my friends, which are very, very big deals for me, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not, not at the time when I let it happen, but like the fact that I let it happen, obviously I liked him as some sort of more serious capacity than I ever have previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot better communication that I could have had on my end, but just wasn't ready or mature enough for it. And apparently neither was he. So that's how that ended. I got ghosted after going to church. After going to church. (laughs) After going to church. He became a phantom of my life. Um, But I do just want to conclude with that. I was really, really hurt when he did ghost me. I was. that yeah, you came over that hit my ego and my insecurities like no other and i think that was a catalyst for a lot more things that have made me insecure in the past i just never address them address them um because that went into a deep spiral of i just started remembering things and i started thinking about them and i mm-hmm. started hurting from them for the first time from things that have happened from as recent as just this summer. And then I ran away home after it happened, but just from the summer and also things from my work in college, um, just certain things, men through the jobs I've had past relationships, situations that I've had. Um, You have to acknowledge like those things that happened to you. And I realize. I think the Bumble dude was like the first non-violent person that I've ever talked to in my life. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I just started realizing that and I was like, real, I've thought about it. Like, did he set a new standard for you when it comes to dudes and dating? I don't know because I don't see myself dating for a while or even trying. Mm -hmm. Um, It definitely set a new standard for myself because after that I was, I talked to my mom about it and I was straight up on it. I said this in my last podcast with you Mm -hmm. or the two podcasts ago where I was like, I had my first hundred percent honest conversation with my mom and 
it just set a new standard for the quality of life that I want. I yeah. don't. Um, so just made me reflect and realize what I need to work on and realize that even though I intentionally go after like really aggressive violent men, it's not what I actually want it. Even though I keep wasting my time on it. Um, but anyways, that's like really deep and we can just go past that. <laughs> you don't want to touch on that? Nope. Okay, well, we're going to just buzz over that, guys. Damn, dude. But yeah, now you have your update on the boy who... Well, guys, you asked for it. You so asked for it. You asked for and it. And I'm sorry it wasn't a happy ending. It, it wasn't. I knew it wasn't a happy ending. I knew I was setting you guys up for failure when I brought this up. Um, and I don't think it was failure. Well, I knew how it ended. So you knew like, how I it knew ended. It wasn't, I knew the ending wasn't good. So knowing that they wanted full-on update, but I already knew that it wasn't great. So I I've set never them up been, that's the first time where I've hung out with someone like that mm-hmm. and didn't feel like I was risking myself so, or risking like. I feel like you have to have different experiences in whatever relationships to be able to grow, understand what I was never like, scared of him. Like. That's the first dude that I've ever seen in my life that I was not scared of. That Be- is a terrible standard to have. Terrible. Well, yeah. I mean, my only boyfriend that I had beat the fuck out of me, so... Golly. Yeah. Now she's gay. <laughs> Correct. Maybe I just didn't get beat hard enough. So okay. Women, okay. Listen, women Fuck. suck too, girl. <laughs> like, don't get me started. But yeah, um, I was down really bad about it. I don't want them to think that I wasn't down bad about it. I was down bad about it. Um, but you know, time heals. And it was a long time calling. Like I started, it got me down really bad, but all my friends, I finally like opened up to my friends like I did with you. Mm -hmm. I've never had conversations like that with friends, no matter how good they were to me or how close. Finally started talking, having conversations like I did with you off record. And I felt a lot better. And all my friends were like, this isn't, I, because I kept saying like, oh, time will heal and I'll get over it like I always do. And they were like, I don't think so. Like, this is obviously not this is just about this. This yeah. is just in general. You need to like, we need to take care of us. And they're all like, you shouldn't be that scared to let people even just meet your friends like casually or um, they were like, I think you're scared. People gave you reasons to be scared. And then you finally met someone that didn't scare you. And you kind of maybe pushed him away a little bit. Mm, Maybe. (laughs) Okay. Well, we could acknowledge that that could be a possibility. Anyways, that's my story. Uh, We both went out of town for Thanksgiving. I'm going to find a segue. No, I didn't. You didn't? No. I thought you went somewhere for Thanksgiving. Oh, I, I still stayed in the relative area. I just went to my friend's family. Oh, My okay. college friend's family because they recently moved to the state. 
I got mm, lucky. That's and why she, I thought you and were she's going still somewhere. in college. And so she moved, in quote, back home with her, to see her parents for Thanksgiving, who happened to be near me. And okay. So, I mean, it's about an hour away. Okay. I went and spent it with them. Thought I'd be spending it with a man, but, you know, he's a phantom now. <laughs> he's a ghost. <laughs> but um, we'll call him Casper. <laughs> yeah, we're going to call him Casper. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, uh, Casper the friendly ghost. He really was a friendly he ghost. He really was so friendly. He was though. such a friendly ghost. He was. Um, no, he's adorable. But I'm so extroverted. I don't think any person I've ever met could keep up with me. Oh, you're younger too. So guys, okay, let's just roast on me for a little. This Perfect. is so embarrassing. I love when we do this. The amount of little ghosties that I have collected from this past year. Like, Do we call them ghosties or do you want to call them ghouls? I have enough ghosts from just this year alone to go on a fucking ghost hunt. Jesus fucking Christ. Call the paranormal crew. That is how many ghosts I have from my dating life this year. I just want to let all the girls know because... I hate, I hated being ghosted. It embarrassed me. You have nothing to be embarrassed about. First off, let's start with, we're going to call him. Um, we're just going to call him Wiener because he was kind of a wiener. <laughs> oh my God. Which is honestly what made me kind of unattractive to him. He just like never been in a fight before. He was so soft. I like think I've taken more punches than he have and can we call him like James or something? No, he's Wiener. Okay, Wiener it is. So Wiener and I were talking. We were talking for months, months and months, um, and we were hanging out. But I was chasing after him for sure because he never reached out to me. It was really hard to make plans with him, and I initiated all of them. Mm-hmm. So it was just like stupid. He never liked me. But um, I think he hated how much. I think all of them probably hated how much I go out. I have a lot of girlfriends and I like to stay busy. So I'm always out. I have birthday parties, um, bachelorette parties. Mm -hmm. I go to every work happy hour or whatever. I'm always out. I love that. And we were talking. It was very obvious that he didn't like me. He never wanted to date me. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have either because I just hated how freaking much of a weenie he was. Wiener the weenie. And I was straight up like, I think I've taken more punches than you have. Like, how are you going to be 28 and not gotten in a bar fight? It bothered me. Well, wait, you've been in bar fights? No. So why are you roasting this guy on not he's a being dude. in bar fights? He's just never been in a fight. And maybe that's my red flag. I don't that know. That should be your red flag. It's a red flag when someone gets in bar fights like all the time. He never been in one. Like, okay, I, I will preface this. It's different if like okay, somebody I'm is just toxic in to like <laughs> stop up. a situation. Like, I will say that. Like, if you're stepping in to stop a situation, I'm here for it. Like, yeah, we as bartenders appreciate you. Like... So much because it means like we don't have to do it. No, but he was just like if you're starting bar fights, not okay. Okay, aside from that, he was just a softie to me, and it did not attract me. 
Um, she like toxic men. Well, anyways, so then we, uh, he ended up ghosting me after one night when I was out and I made like a really inappropriate dad joke like your dad made my nipples this hard because oh. I was like in a f- I was in a freezer I was in a freezer and I was in a little tank top and my nipples were poking out and I took a time selfie of me in a freezer and my nipples were like hard as fuck like you could have flicked it and it would have just came rolling off oh. <laughs> anyways <laughs> anyways so then he unadded me after that because he didn't like my really clever dad joke which whatever I thought it was great <laughs> and then he just unadded me on everything. Um, I think one you day I might just far. like randomly call him just to like freak him out a little. <laughs> what you needed to stir up chaos in your life? No, one day when I'm really bored, maybe I'll just like call him to freak him to out a little. Up. No, I'll probably just hang up. But just to have that notification that this random weirdo ass girl. <laughs> but anyways, and then I went on another date with a neighbor Mm-hmm. A neighbor, guys, a neighbor. That is risky. <laughs> so I went on a to dinner date with a neighbor who I met at the pool during Labor Day. No, Veterans Day, Labor Day, Veterans. I don't know. Um, so we were at the pool and I met him. Yada, yada, yada. I go on one dinner date. I didn't make it past the first dinner date. Oh, my God. I think I'm just, I was too weird for him. He was really shy. I carried the entire conversation. Legit, like... I carried them. It was so hard. Like, it was really hard. I talked the entire time. I thought I was talking too much, so I tried to, like, leave it open floor for him at times that he just had nothing to say. So he was boring. He was a boring date. He was. He was really introverted, super shy, didn't have a lot to add, so I was just, like, trying to fill time up. Um... That's not fun. That night, I was like, thank you so much for dinner. He was hot. He was mm, he was built. Oh, so he's basically relying on his looks to do all of his work. I mean, I went because of his looks. I don't even remember my first conversation with him. I was drunk at the pool. I just remember him being in his, um, at the pool. And I could, I spot his, like, abs from across the pool and I remember oh, just his abs yeah I don't even remember his face like he was built he was built and I saw him from across a pool and I told my friend I was like I want to touch his stomach <laughs> and more <laughs> I love that you got to have that moment like he was built and then I went on this he was texting me he asked for my number at the pool he was texting me, yada da da da, and then he finally asked me to dinner. I think I said a mildly racist joke, and he ended up being from Mexico, so that could have also been it. But you know, um, that does happen when you say, happens? "Dude, when you play bullshit games, you're gonna win bullshit prizes." <laughs> I can't help it. Quit fucking around. You're like you're finding out left and right. I think we can all conclusively say you're the problem here. <laughs> it's you. So but Zeus agrees with me. So then, um, yeah, I never made it past date one. And then my third little ghosty was this most recent one. All in one year, guys. One year. So your self-esteem feels super high right now. Like, you're feeling, like, the most confident ever at this point. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all. I mean, I was feeling down, but honestly, can't keep a bad bitch down, though, right? Can't keep a bad bitch down. But I think we're gonna heal for a little bit. Um. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. But I don't. I don't know. I think I've always been so distant with anyone that if they did feel real about it or if they didn't, I wouldn't have been able to tell Mm -hmm. because I've just always been so distant and so like, I don't care. I'm super chill. Do what you want. Just let me know. And then that's like what I project to them. Mm -hmm. Um, So if anyone's ever- But you do care. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, But if anyone really felt genuine about it, I don't think I would have noticed. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think I've played own games. I thought I was playing games with everyone else. I ended up just playing games with myself. So I really cannot tell you what my reality was during any of these. Okay, well, I would say at least you're aware, but I'm not entirely sure what you're aware of of but you're aware of something i'm aware that i'm part of the issue for sure for sure um i definitely it could be as simple as like just not being mature enough i mean yeah you're a baby i think it just might be like i'm not mature enough with dudes i just or it could be like past things that have happened that made me so standoffish and so like everything's casual and chill well you know um, who I'm knows not, i'm not a therapist who knows i'm not either and i'm glad you're not a therapist because i would not be here if you were well therapy scares me it shouldn't I mean, I should probably go because I've been told that so many times. But and my parents did make me go when I was younger, but I lied to all of them. Yeah, so I think that you probably told, didn't help. I think you told us that the in one of the previous so episodes, perbs didn't help. Um, when you guys shave, like your cooch. Oh, were you gonna say something? No, <laughs> now I'm way more interested in in your question actually. So, please continue. Okay. When you guys shave your cooch, do you, I think I, I don't think I do it well. Do you go against the like grain? Yeah, I think so. You're supposed to shave with it. Like down? Yeah. Like towards the butthole? Like down, like. Towards your legs, Are you yeah. sure about that? Yeah, because if you shave like against it, because that hair is more coarse, um, that's actually probably not true. I know that there's a different word for it, um, because I know the I know that I've never once heard anyone say shave with the. Um. So no, you are supposed to shave with it. Where did you because- read this? Like, where is this coming from? I've seen, like, there's been several, like, women. Yeah, you've seen YouTube videos of this? No, like, podcasts (laughs) and, like, stuff like that. Like, women that talk about these things. You are supposed to shave 
down like with it that doesn't sound right it's because it causes like um like it can cause irritation okay then that's probably what i'm doing and you're also supposed to exfoliate after you shave do you exfoliate with what i use a sugar scrub the, you guys are lucky that i even shower to begin with because i hate showers i hate being naked and i hate being wet I feel like a motherfucking wet goblin in the shower. And if I could shower with clothes on, I would. Why but that just, just picture doesn't, that just does not get the job done. So I'm Bro. forced to be naked um, and take the fastest shower ever. The fact that I even bathe myself and cleanse myself, like this world is so lucky I even do that. Because if I the could- The world is lucky you have proper hygiene. Yes, because if I could either shower with my clothes on or just not shower at all, I would. Why did I just picture you as the grudge, like coming out of that back of the girl's head in the shower? Like, rah! Pretty much. I hate, I hate being naked. Loathe it. And I hate being wet. So the shower is just not a good time for me, as you can imagine. Because I don't you're think naked. I've ever heard a bitch say wet. that she hates being wet. Could not be me. I hate it. I hate it. We are very opposite. We are very opposite. But I don't okay. even like being... I mean, when I am wet in bed, it's just gone everywhere and it's been really embarrassing and I just want to like... You're it. boosting that dude's ego so, so hard. Like, that guy probably fell in love with you that night. Apparently not because he ghosted me. Well, he also said things like what you said. Oh, we were all there. That's a bummer. But yeah, I showers are not a vibe. I love showers. I love being clean. I like to do this thing where sometimes I fall asleep in the shower. I always wonder why I pay so much in water and I realize I'm the problem. You fall but, asleep in the shower? Yeah. It's really bad after work sometimes because I'm just like... You just lay naked on... No, I don't lay on... I don't lay down. I, I sit. <laughs> like <laughs> You're just like a little naked Buddha getting <laughs> doused by some... <laughs> I'm just letting it rain upon me. And just like the silence and just like it's I'm cozy. And I'll just like curl up that in That is ball. the most hippie shit I have heard in a while. I have crystals in my shower. <laughs> Shut up. We could not be more different. <laughs> we could not be more different. I love showers. They make me feel so much better. You have crystals in your shower? Do. do you believe in crystals? I believe in energies. And I believe energies pass differently through like energy that like travels like into us. Sometimes we need ways for it to like come out and like clear us. I think that crystals can hold those types of energies. Why crystals? Where did where did the science in this infatuation that crystals can heal come from? Bro, it's way too it's way too late for me to get into a history lesson on crystals. Like where did crystals come from? Uh crystals come from the earth. No, but where did this infatuation this understanding that crystals could heal? I feel like this is like a question for maybe like a crystal expert, which I am not, but you just like 
found a crystal on the ground one day and you're like, you look healing. I'm taking you home with me. No, you can like look up all the information on all like the crystals and like their properties and like their uses. You can look it up all online. In that case, just pick up a Bible and read the Bible and then you can start healing from God. Mm. <laughs> I feel like this is starting to become like a conversion situation <laughs> and I'm now uncomfortable. So... <laughs> real crystals like you go out and you buy crystals and you think they can heal you again do you feel it i believe like like when you're naked in the tub with mm, your crystals i'm not do you on. feel their energy i'm not bathing with my crystals <laughs> okay. like let's let, i'm not rubbing them on my body <laughs> Because I feel like what we're talking about is very different right now. That's like, what I have. I, just, I see you chanting and humming mm, and you're just no. butt ass naked crisscross applesauce with the rain, with the shower I'm, head I'm going seeing, on you. I sing in my shower. Like I got my, you know, and you my just Spotify have like playing. those. I'm listening to talk about it. And you have those crystals. Those I'm long ones and you're just like waving them, around, no. casting spells and hexing people. No, most of my crystals are like clear quartz, uh, rose quartz to like uh, protect against like negative energy to clear the space and to promote positive energy. I have tourmaline around, which is for protection. So ultimately, I believe that we all connect differently to... You sound like my mom. The same... Well, me and your mom are probably best friends. I believe we're, we all connect differently to the same source. I believe everything and what we feel and how we connect to a higher power, whatever that higher power looks like for us individually is all the same. And I think everybody's a little bit right. I think we can all have you ever believed in God? Like were you raised to believe in God? I was, I was raised. Did you ever? I think I was brainwashed. Like I look. I look at things now like there was, I can't remember what I was watching the other day, but there was a scene of this kid going to Sunday school and I was like, oh my God, this is a cult. Like it's a straight up cult. And obviously when you're raised in a small town, you're raised in the church, you go to church, your beliefs are like rooted in that it's what the entire household runs on. So when you go through, um, I had a very big spiritual disconnection, reconnection and awakening. Um, but after I came out, I've talked a little bit about this, that my parents did not have a good reaction. Um, the consequences of that was that I stopped believing in God in God. I don't know why that sounded weird at first. Um, Straight up, I was like, this can't be real. If my parents have taught me that they love me and that they believe in God and they have unconditional love and like, how can, how can parents disown a child? How can you stop talking to your child? Are you currently still disowned? Um, my dad and I haven't spoken in years. Okay. Um, my mom and I kind of talk. It's not 
I would not really call it a relationship. Um, we just, it's been 10 years, over 10 years. I don't know, around 10 years. When was the last dick that you sucked? Ew. Um, over 10 years. I only, I told you I only had one boyfriend. I only slept with one guy. Okay. Damn, he was that bad. It only took one to make you go gay. I didn't realize that being gay, like gay was not an option. Obviously my parents had that type of reaction. Being gay was not an option in that house. Like, no, you dated boys. Like you were going to marry a husband. You were going to go to college. You were going to have babies and live in a suburban house and send your kids to the same school. Do you think, knowing me, is that, does Um, that sound like me? You just were delight to them. I don't think my parents, my parents just, I hate to be like, sound like that angsty teenager. Like my parents don't understand me, but my parents don't know how to connect with me is what it boils down to. Is we don't have anything or we have hardly anything that connects us. One of the only things that did... once upon a time was our religion and that stopped and I was already out of the house. So my dad couldn't control me. Like I was paying all my own bills. You know, I had my own job. I was in college. I was doing everything I was supposed to do. Like I was doing well, you know, well enough for like, like a 20 something year old at that point. We basically fought nonstop for like two years. Like I'm talking it bad stuff was said on both sides and we can just leave it at that. We were all in the wrong. We were all in the wrong. Um, there was no right at this point, but like not to sound like I'm making excuses. I was young. I didn't grow up in a, um, healthy communicative household. Like, my dad was extremely explosive. My mom shut down. Like, it was a house of eggshells. And anyways, <laughs> um, it was just a really bad experience. So when my parents, when I came out, they disowned me. It rocked everything that I knew. Like, I no longer had what little parental support I had was gone. Um, my faith was gone because... How can God be real if my own parents can choose not to love me? How can that be real? Um, And then I basically went into a state of disassociation and anger. Totally couldn't recognize myself. I became extremely thin, very depressed, um, not in a good headspace, which is when I started going to therapy. Again, I'd been to therapy like on and off since I was younger. Um, I'd go for a year or two and then I'd stop and so on and so forth. But I stuck with it a little longer. And then um, my real healing experience came when I started doing mushrooms. And that was like, the best 
therapy I'd ever experienced. Um, like why? Str- like how? Um, not because when you say mushrooms, I think of just seeing things, which no. is so temporary. I think that when you go in with the intention of healing with things that have been, because there's a lot of science behind mushrooms. I am not the person to get into about the science. Um, I'm not going to bullshit you. I I don't really know the science. I don't care about the science. And the reason I don't care is because I find mushrooms to be, for me anyways, used in a very spiritual aspect. Like I connect to the energies of the universe that way. I heal what I need to heal. And whether you're microdosing or you're taking the amount for these spiritual trips, um, I'm a fan of both. I'm not like, I view healing so differently. And what happened with my parents, man, it fucking sucks. But I have great people in my life that choose to be in my life that even though they aren't blood, they love me unconditionally. Like I I couldn't imagine my life without those people. Um, It makes the holidays weird though. um, Because, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving, those holidays are about, family i mean that's fair everyone there's like this picturesque picturesque expectation and desire that you're Mm -hmm. like with your immediate family yeah um you're in a house you wake up in the morning you do presents you do the coffee you have conversation with your Mm -hmm. family you have the dinner watch movies i don't know and like that's a very that's understandable why that would Bring you down every year. It's one of those, like, it's two sides of the coin. Because I am very thankful that the past few years I've been able to go and see my best friend and her family. And they treat me like their own. They love me wholly. And, like, that is, like, I call my best friend's mom, mom. I mean, her dad, I just call by his name because... That's weird. He's... Yeah, like that... That's like... That's weird. That's mom, but that's like... That's her... Yeah. Like, that gives me like... <laughs> nope. That's... Yeah. But... um, Like, I stay in her grandparents' house with them, and they've never made me feel bad for simply being who I was. And like, they've seen me through, like, pink hair phase alley... Um, She was not great, but people who have a dysfunctional family like me, I think understand that there is this longing that no matter how amazing those people are, there's like a little bit of, there's a little bit of hurt because it's like, you wish that your family could just have some act rights to where it could be like that. But I just hate that your experience, I mean, your experience with your faith and how it turned out for you is so 
understandable because if you're getting, if you're just learning about the church and memorizing the Bible and being told X, Y, Z, this is the life you do. These are the actions you do to be sent to heaven. And then like, if you have role models that preach about being good people and then don't end up being the unconditionally loving people in the end, like, yeah, that's going to fuck someone up. Mm -hmm. And that makes me so sad because I had the reverse, not to brag about it, but I had the reverse experience where my parents were religious, but they educated me on everything just on a knowledge basis. And then they let me choose for myself. Yeah. Um, They definitely, they didn't need me to believe in everything, but they needed me to be educated and everything. So I knew how to present myself socially and be able to relate and make friends with a diverse amount of people and with the respect that they deserve in regards Mm -hmm. to their religion. They didn't want me to be ignorant essentially. And they were just like, figure out what works best for you to become the best person you can be. And it ended up being the Catholic community because my college roommate was Catholic and I love her. I adore her. We became best friends. She, I was a wild, wild teen in high school, um, in college. I mean, I've always partied. I think I'll always be a partier. But in college, she was the same as me, but she was still very close with her faith, and she brought me into the church with her. And it was a really, really awesome community. Mm-hmm. Um, the priest really catered to young adults and, like, the college community there, and it was really awesome. And then I moved out here, found another really awesome community. But I do understand where you're coming from because there is nothing more hypocritical. And so like it, it's a certain level of frustration that you, you, when you have someone breathing down your throat on how to be a good person. And then when it comes to them, that same role model ends up being the opposite. Mm -hmm. Like that's a level of frustration that no human can take. Yeah. When that happens. And that makes me so sad for you that you had to go through that because, um, I don't know, I just think everyone deserves, like, that community that I found with the church. Um, And, like, having that faith has really, really helped me through hard times. But, again, like, it's not a one solution fits all, so I definitely have respect for... um, people who find hope and faith not religiously but in other things um but I also one thing I do not like about churches and the culture around it is like in all honesty the older generations have a really fucked up view about the bible if I'm gonna be honest Mm -hmm. they have a very very narrow perception of the bible um and I think there's a lot of ignorance to the fact that this bible the bible and the words were written so so long ago like so long ago that the society back then is not comparable to here in the bible it's like god's words the church words and it's like its whole existence is to be applicable to your life to that person's life that person's life in today mm-hmm. so what those words meant back then aren't a hundred percent transferable to today's day. I did not study religion. Like I did not go to school for it. Um, I took some like philosophy classes and those were fun. Um, I just, 
I think I mentioned it. Like, I don't believe in, I don't believe in organized religion. Like, not in the way that it's taught, not in the way that it's presented. I just, I don't agree with it. I don't believe in, and I'm sure so many of you are going to be like, thank God she doesn't plan on raising any babies. But here's my thing is what makes me question organized religion more so than anything else is the question of moral dessert. If you're only making decisions based upon, well, this told me, whatever it is, told me that I had to do these actions to get into heaven. Are you only doing those actions to get into heaven? And if so, you're not doing them for the correct reasons, right? Like you're doing them out of selfish reasons. Therefore, your actions, your goodness, like isn't actually good. It's selfish. And so how can you, how can you justify like, I, I don't understand how you can like say, okay, well, I'm doing this because God told me to so I can get into heaven. Like that math doesn't make sense to me. It makes more sense to me to have an understanding of like, I want to leave this world kinder. I want people to remember me in a way that, you know, I allow them to have human moments to be a safe space and I don't know, to heal in some way, as little as it is, even if it's just like, hey, we're having just like a funny, like a funny day at the bar, like, you know, while I'm, while I'm at work, like, I don't believe in like cruelty towards other people. And, and I'm not perfect by any means, like, Friday, Saturday nights, like, I be irritated sometimes. Y'all be asking for stupid stuff sometimes. Y'all order things weird sometimes. And again, I'm not perfect, but I try. And I think that's the best thing that we can do is try. And I think if I do that without an expectation of, oh, I'm going to go to heaven, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm better, but People who are like that, I will say, I think it comes more from a fear of going to hell. It's, well, but when you, when you kind of boil it down to brass tacks, that, that's essentially what it is though, whether it's a fear of going to hell to avoid something, you're still not really doing it for the right reasons. You're not doing it because you want to, you're doing it to avoid a punishment. And those aren't the same thing either. So... I just, so I start. that's when I started questioning, really questioning what I believed in and what I wanted from my life. And man, I took downward spiral after downward spiral for a while. Are like you I drinking was an energy in, drink? I am. I still have to, I got stuff to do after we're done. I know it's late, but it's late. <laughs> Oh my God, it's 11. We got to wrap this up. I have a meeting in the AM. Okay, well, here's my, I guess here's my conclusion to it all is I found this, I found what works for me to be a good human and to connect with others. 
And I've made peace that I'm going to always have a different view than the rest of my family. And it's okay. Um, mostly because we don't speak to each other. You created a good <laughs> life for yourself. You created a good life with your, for yourself. I did. And I and have that's a all that matters. Here. I have you. I got you the dogs. I've got work. Uh, I've got friends. I've got you guys, my awesome listeners. Thank you guys so much. I got a little surprise um, this week. Shout out to my new UK listeners. We're so excited to have you guys. I know I'm excited. May is excited. I'm so to have excited. Y'all. I'm going to visit you guys one day. We are going to visit you guys one day. Mark your calendars. Um, we'll revisit this topic. I think we've been talking so long. I'm actually going a little hoarse. I just retweet. Um, but you guys are awesome. Make sure you're following our socials. Talk about it podcast on Instagram. You can find all of my plugs there. I'm going to do better about my reels guys. I promise. I know you guys want more. I'm going to post more for you. Um, we drop a new episode every Tuesday. If you guys have questions, please reach out. I love having you guys here. My little, my smokies, my tokers, you know, my sluts and May's little slutty sluts. You guys are awesome and wonderful. And I hope that you find community here with us. I hope you guys aren't alone in whatever it is you're going through right now. Uh, If you guys have topics. If you you feel like shit, just remember I got ghosted three times this year. After she went to church, guys. So just remember (laughs) that. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.